This is Wine Will, the Trap Therapist, and you are now listening to the Trap Therapist Podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are played. Even thought we ain't operated in the overflow ever. It's always been survival mode, bro. It's always been we getting a check to just survive. So anything you see, it's gone. That I'm the same way, bro. And then even when you don't have to get it gone, your condition is so used to spending, you just spending for this person. Oh, you need some? Boom. Oh, you need some? Boom. Oh shit, we don't got them barbecue, do whatever. By the time you get done, you done spend hundreds of dollars. You looking up, everybody happy, but you looking like shit, nigga. You stressed it about <laughs> I'm fucked up. <laughs> you stressed. You know what I'm saying? You stressed. You feel like nigga out there hurt. Real talk. Real shit. That's how it be. Like, we just so used to doing, but yeah, you gotta Put get a smile back. on everybody else. Like, Come on, man. Like, I thought about that. Like, with even the, my, like, bro, my creative, my, even the creative process, bro, for me. Like, I realized even doing soul sessions, doing the events. Like, I created spaces for everybody, for people mm. to come in and converse. And, and I loved it. I felt so good off of it. But at the end of the day, I realized, like, even the content I used to get, it wasn't enough for of my voice in that for people to be like, all right, we want you to come speak. Or we want you to come do this. Like, I was a great facilitator, but then nobody really get me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that part of me that was just like, since y'all need to hear me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm get me, me as an artist, as a creator. I never really got all that fulfilled like that. So even realizing that, bro, like, it's so much shit. Like, the book's probably the most, you know what I'm saying? The most thing. But even then, it's just like that, that gratification of you doing it for you. You know what I'm saying? For yourself. Like, that's man, that the same thing, man. See, oh, man, we the same. <laughs> going on family is your boy wine wool coming to you for another episode of the trap therapist podcast man i am just thankful to be here with y'all man being able to share being able to connect um it is yeah man it's it's a beautiful monday monday beginning of the week um i'm actually back home in riverdale right now I know I've been kind of updating y'all what's going on with me, my whereabouts. But yeah, I came back home, had to come and handle some business. Um, got some good news from a bad situation, so I'm super thankful about that. But you know, this period, like again, this period of my life has been a lot of me having to go within and really look at what the direction and what the next step's going to be. And I'm... You know, in it, man, it's just, it's crazy how when life hits you with, you know, different things, like your response to each and everything just dictates whether or not the universe is going to decide to push you forward or make you stay where you're at or kind of put you a couple steps back. Um, And in this season, I think for me, these lessons and the 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 amount of things that's been hitting me has literally been the universe asking me, okay, are you going to pay attention 
Or are we going to keep on doing this shit? And are you going to just sit still where you at? So um, I'm thankful right now because in all of it, man, I just been like soaking up what I feel like is going to be the, you know, the game changer for me, you know. Um, yeah, man, I had to um, <laughs> had to go and hit the hookah. Got the got the vibes going down here, man. In my in my in my spot. Um, yeah, man. Just just super thankful right now, man. I just want to let me just just talk about that right now. Like I I know what I'm gonna talk about. I know what this episode is about. Um, and you know before I came on, y'all heard a conversation between me and one of my partners, man. I'm just about you know. The reality that, you know, we do so much for other people. But right now, I just want to take the time to say, like, I love me some me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love myself. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to take a moment of silence for you. Right now. Go. And there it is. <laughs> like... Sometimes you just got to say pause, man, like, and be thankful for your damn self. But that's really where I'm at right now. I think, you know, so much is to be made about, like, life and what we're doing and how we're dealing with things and where we're going. And we don't take enough time to just pause and say thank you. Like, thank you to God, the universe, whoever you believe in. But thank you to your damn self for still being here, for still pushing, still breathing, still making this shit work, man, making this shit shape. Like, I'm proud of me. Um, super proud of me, man. There's so much. It's so many. It, there's so many reactions and responses to life that, you know, I could take, you know, dealing with personal heartache, dealing with financial instability, dealing with, like, myself sabotaging the fuck out of myself, burning bridges, like, um, you know, victimizing myself, you know, just a whole bunch of bullshit. But, you know, right now, man, I'm just super thankful that I'm still here. That I'm able to take these lessons and share it with y'all. Um, I'm enjoying this experience recording this podcast, man. Um, it's a lot of y'all. Have, well, not a lot. There's a few people have come and asked me, like, kind of, you know, well, what'd you do to get that going? And again, you know, you just find your, you use your resources. You know, I'm recording this shit on my phone, you know. Um, and I'm just, I've done enough of this to just realize that. I'm not the type of person that can write shit down and, you know, come with this super detailed, structured, you know, um, this scene and this, you know, the this caption and this title and these points. Like, I know what I'm going to talk to y'all about, and I'm about to let God, <clears throat> I'm letting God, and you know, I'm just letting God speak through me. I think that's that's kind of the, that's my method. That's my, that's my, that's my mode, how I get shit done. So that's what we're doing, but. Um, the title of this episode is Why He Don't Love Me, Man. Um, growing up, you know, for you 80s and 90s babies, you know, we, we loved the Fresh Prince. And everybody know that famous episode where his pops come in and, you know, come back into his life, spend time with him, get him all good and, you know, excited that he's going to build this relationship with him. And he dipped. And then he breaks down and it's just like, man, you know, like why why he don't love me? 
And the conversation that I had with my homeboy, man, we were really talking about how in this season of our lives, like we're having to be so isolated. And when I say isolated, it's, it's having people that we love, having them be removed from our lives or us removing them from our lives because we realize that we're not in a place to effectively love anybody right now because of the fact that our lives aren't a reflection of any type of love that we should be having for ourselves. And, um, you know, in the conversation, man, he just, it really was just, you know, my spirit just really, you know, brought it to me. It was just like, okay, what ways and how can you better love me? So, and this is not why doesn't somebody else or anything externally love you, but like, why don't you love your actual self? What about your conditioning? What about the things that you've been taught? What about your actions? What about, um, you know, what is it in your life that's a reflection of the ways in which you're not loving yourself and you've been taught to be a martyr of sorts? You know, since I've been home, I've been having some real, you know, candid, real transparent conversations with my mother just about the reality that in this family, you know, she has essentially become like the martyr for the family. You know, um, we buried my grandmother. Um, yeah, we buried my grandmother, um, earlier this year. And, you know, it was a very trying time for the family. She was the matriarch, you know, is the matriarch. And I just know anytime something happens in our family, you know, there's always like this mad dash and a scramble to get money. Because at the end of the day, like for my whole life, as long as I've known I'm 30 years old, my mother, my uncle, my big auntie, they have, since they've been the ones that have been in America, they have been the financial backbone for damn near an entire, I don't say entire village, but like damn sure a compound. And what that looks like, you know, what that's looked like for me as a child is growing up knowing that, and I hate to say it, but it's knowing that almost in a sense, like you're not necessarily your parents' priority, but you like one, it's like one A and one B. You know, and depending on the depending on what's going on, you could be one B. You know what I'm saying? And for somebody who, you know, was was given the name God's gift and was told that, you know, failure is not an option and you know, you have to do these things because people are depending on you and you know, this is just where we come from and you have all this opportunity here in America. What I'm realizing now at this age is that I built up a lot of, you know, resentment towards this ideal that I was supposed to be all of these things. But at the end of the day, now I'm looking around me and I've done like the drive, the driving force for my actions has been for me to take care of my mother and to take care of my family and to, you know, essentially be this savior. But I'm sitting here looking around and... I ain't got <laughs> shit to show for all of these works and all of these these great accomplishments and things that I've done. Like, and that shit tough. Like, it's tough as hell for me to sit up here and think that, like, I done wrote books. 
Like I done, you know, played Division One college football. Like I done got two degrees, not one of them things, but two of them. And here I am, like in the position that I'm in. And not to, you know, again, not to 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 victimize myself, but the reality of it is like, okay, if this is supposed to be the case, then what about what what shortcomings or what what did I not do to be able what did I not do to put to actually put myself in that position? Like me and my boy was sitting there talking about like the fact that when we get money, like the first thing we do is like our subconscious has got like the first thing we do is say, okay, now that I've attained this thing, now it has to go out. It has to be given to a person. It has to be put towards something external, as opposed to going back and 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 building a foundation for myself. I think the one thing that I can be proud of myself for is that I understood that you know, and I, I started very early. Like even though I went to school, I always knew that you know the traditional route wasn't necessarily for me. So to know that like, yeah, I done invested thousands in myself when it comes to my education, when it comes to my, you know, knowledge of self, when it comes to, you know, my books and my projects and my events and my platforms and my company, you know, I done paid tax, I done paid my taxes, you know what I mean? So I do have some type of imprint in this world. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful to know that, and especially right now, to just know and be, again, be in a state of gratitude, be thankful that, like, shit still finna blow. But it leaves you with that lesson, and I think that's the universe, that's the thing, like, the universe is like, okay, through it all, it's about the edification of you, your actual self. So to realize and to know that I have done these things, but in doing so, I still have not put together, I still have not um, created a reality where, uh, I hate to use this term, but I can lift myself up by my own, I can pick myself up by my own bootstraps. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, shit, I ain't had no boots. Like, I ain't had had no money to buy no boots. So again, it's like, why, you know, why, why you don't love me? And I think that's the question my soul has been asking me like for a long time now. Like, what is it about your actual self that you continue to sabotage? What about your whole truth do you continue to um, suppress and to push into the shadows um, only to have, you know, it, it crying out? And only for those things to manifest in negative ways that in turn sabotage your life. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I think, you know, and and this is this is going out to anybody who can relate. I know I just kind of kind of just went in real quick, but I think that reality is so real and it's so tough to 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 take on for a lot of us because self-love essentially has become martyr is is martyrdom for most of us especially for those of us who you know have been put into the role of like the savior have been put into the role of you know your family as the one to quote unquote make it out i think you 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 have this sense of um you feel this like 
indebtedness to people and to your community and to your environment, to the, to your boy, to the hood, you know what I'm saying, to the gang that at the end of the day can look like you justifying your own death. And I mean literally death because most of us will work ourselves to death and, you know, um, self-medicate in different ways and do these things to appease ourselves in these moments, but not actually create a life that's sustainable and one that we can see our old age and we can really enjoy the fruits of our labor for the for the name of love. You know what I mean? How many, and it's crazy, like I even look at like hip hop culture today, and you know, that's that's really one of my that's really one of my main goals for this is to 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 be a voice to see how many of our stars, you know, how many of you know, and I, I just throw these names out there because that's what I fuck with. How many of the, the Luchis and the little babies, you know what I'm saying, and um, the big crits and, and you know, the T.I.s of the world do, we, you know, we push and push and push and have these huge support systems, these huge families. But how many of them, and I'm not saying them specifically, especially some of these younger stars that may not have as much wisdom, but how many of them are we pushing to go get these millions but not on the back end being, how many of them are actually taking care of their souls? How many of them are actually like creating lifestyles that are sustainable? Because we all know like you get a million dollars, like your lifestyle probably, you know, is that of somebody who has five. You know what I'm saying? Like, most especially like even even ball players, you know what I'm saying? You fuck around to get a five million dollar, you know what I'm saying? You fuck around to get five million five M's. You gonna fuck around to get you a house that's five M's. Then you gonna get your rolls. Then you got jewelry. Then you got you know what I'm saying? Just you you start adding adding on these things. Not to mention your life, you know what I'm saying? The people you taking care of. Not to mention you got children. You know, it's all these things that go into it, and. You know, thankfully, you know, we have, you know, we have the resources out there. But the reality of it is like this society and this world isn't really set up, especially for black men, especially for people of color to 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 slow it down and actually like do the things that edify your soul. And um, and for the ones who do usually most of the time, like they they're ostracized, you know what I'm saying? Like. Motherfuckers who say, no, nah, I don't feel like playing ball no more. I'm actually going to take me a sabbatical, <laughs> you know. I think that's 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 really, that's a turn that's foreign to niggas. But at the end of the day, it's like if you chose, even in this space for me. Like I was having a conversation with one of my, um, one of my good friends, you know. Um, and she's like, I know Flet, she, she getting my ass about just you know the things that come out of my mouth <coughs> when I recap situations to her about things that have gone on and she called me on my shit time and time again and um, she said in this moment you have to count even the days that you mark off of self-care as success because you taking care of yourself and doing the things needed for you is vital in this period and I stopped and I was like, shit. If there are so many days and mornings that I've w- waking up that I've. Um, yeah, that I've waking up and um, waking up, woke up. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> There's so many mornings that I've arised from my slumber um, and really been tripping 
because I did not have a set schedule or a set place or a set thing to do that was going to put money in my pocket immediately. When I was let go from my last job, you know, it was a moment, it was a period of my life where I, I, I had a plan in place. In hindsight, it was, again, part of my lessons is stop, you know, putting these, you know, patchy ass plans together and making assumptions and, and betting, you know, real things on things that you assume are going to happen. But at the time, I was like, I right, bet, you know, I'm going to leave this job, but I got my company. I got these potential, I got these contracts, you know, I got some projects that I think are going to come into fruition. I can be still for like, you know, a couple of weeks. I got a little something, a little something I'm sitting on. When I say a little something, I literally mean a little something, like a couple hundred dollars, if that. And I'm going to thug it. And that's exactly what I did. You know, some things came through. You know, I had I had a few a few wins, but the reality of it is like it was nothing sustainable enough for me to be over here saying like, okay, I'm just about to stop working and stop doing what I'm doing. But in that, I think my soul, you know, again, it's like some of these lessons, like when you take these L's, essentially they're lessons, and I realized that every time that I decided to move forward without having a plan in place, it was the universe saying, All right, bro. You're going to do this shit again, and we're going to show you the hard way how you're sabotaging your success and how you really get in your own way. Because through it, it wasn't like I made these decisions and I made them and didn't it, it, they didn't involve other people, but they not only involved other people, but I added more pieces to my puzzle. I added more players to the game. I got involved in situations that I shouldn't have got involved with. I counted on people that in hindsight, like I, I put people in positions in my life that they shouldn't have been in. And that's not their fault because at the end of the day, that goes back to that self-awareness. Like I know that people want to be near and close to me, especially working with me in a capacity that is fulfilling and empowering. But when you got shit to lose, you don't trust your or hand your life over to people that don't know how to take care of it. Point blank, period. And that's exactly what I did in so many ways. Like, I just look back like, bro, what were you thinking? But that's what happens when you dealing from a place of survival and desperation. And that's that conditioning, like growing up, seeing or just realizing that, you know, I was raised to be this thing and raised, you know, to operating excellence you know having a mother who's a professor but essentially living in poverty my whole life so it's like these polarities it's like okay on one end you know my mama bougie as shit like she speak with the queen's english but in real life you know we always been in the hood you know what i mean and it wasn't like i was in the house i was out the house so me being you know the person that i am it's taking it's taking this time it's taking these years for me to look at the way in which my conditioning always kept me in survival mode even in times where i had money as soon as i would get it you know i would know just how much i could fuck off and just how much i could keep just to make it to the end of the month if that don't sound like a poverty mindset i don't know what the fuck it is you know and for for so many of us especially especially men you know i ask yourself like how has your family how is your environment how is your conditioning 
created a situation in your life where you have become a martyr. You have essentially chosen death for the sake, in the name of love, to say, okay, I'll die for mine. But in reality, do you really want to die for your folks? Like, I want to live for mine. Like, I actually want to live for my people. And I just feel like, you know, there, there are some harsh truths that we, we all have to really kind of look at and look in the mirror and ask ourselves, like, in what ways are we not loving ourselves? You know, um, what about our relationships speaks to, you know, the, the types of relationships that we have speaks to the love we have for ourselves. You know, for me, like I put myself in positions to be a thing or to be a person or, you know, proverbial head of the household um, when I couldn't even head my own household. Like and you know it's hard to talk about these things, but I think I mean I'm I'm it's it's easier now because this is the reality of it. You know when you place them, when you place yourself in, in in relationships, you place yourself in situations. You know where you're looking to create a life or build a life with a person. I think that's what's so important about communication and honesty and self awareness and all of it to be able to speak your truth and your truth not just being what you bring to the table but also the things that you're preparing to bring to the table. You know, I think so many of us, like, we, we talk about, like, the things we can bring, but no, we, we, you need to bring, you need to talk about the shit that you actually bring right then and there. And most of us, like, you know, we, we lead that shit, you know what I'm saying? We don't talk about the fuck shit that we, that we gonna bring to the table, but we want to talk about, you know, all of the things that, you know, Entice a person, make them want to sit down, make them want to, you know what I mean, like get comfortable, get some wine, order some appetizers before they eat, just to realize that, you know what I mean, that steak and shrimp ain't nothing but some Salisbury steak, you know what I mean, <laughs> some little, some goddamn hamburger helper, you know, and um, majority of our relationships when we're in that state, you know, you're in a place of of survival and you're um you're not capable of actual love for self you know they look it it it, it manifests and it looks like you know codependency you know you create situations where <clears throat> people need you you know and that need can become and and usually does turn toxic because it's coming from a place of, you know, um, I say incompletion, but you, you're not, not being whole. And I was forced, and, and even in what I do, especially being a counselor, being a therapist, like, it's so hard for me to help individuals deal with their... Um, shortcomings or not even shortcomings but the areas that they need to heal in without having to look at my own and so much of that um so much of that process for me has been like again just game changer like I can be thankful in this place in this space of just having to sit still and sit down because I know that 
the things that are being downloaded into me right now, the lessons that I'm learning, the things that I'm not running from are going to be essentially me actually putting my left foot in front of my right foot and moving forward. It's a good-ass hookah, by the way, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm ratchet in real life. But I got a vibe. Because it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. But I just had to come on and record this shit. Because, yeah. It was time for it. You did? <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, man. It's just real shit. Um... I really want to see us love ourselves better in 2019. Like, there's definitely a shift in consciousness happening. Definitely a shift in um, what this human experience, I think, will be measured by when it comes to what success is. And um, there's only so much that can be attained externally without people at the end of the day having to look at the person. And I think we see it so much. Like, we, we're we seeing it right now in culture, in pop culture. We're seeing people attain so many things. I'm talking about, like, bags on bags. And no cap, like, my, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you come from nothing, like, there is this itch that you will continue to have until you scratch it. When it comes to having things, you know what I'm saying? Having a finer thing, having that, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I need to drip. Like, even folks that know me, like, I drip in my own right, but y'all know this shit gonna be stupid once the bag touch down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even bigger than that is just realizing, like, and I think that's been my, like, the, the leash on my life that's like, no, bro, you ain't gonna get shit. Until you realize what it's for and why it even matters. Like, there is nothing that you will attain in this life that is more important than what you're supposed to be learning. And more important than what your soul is supposed to be using to grow and to get to a place to where you are one, you are whole. There should not really, there should not be two parts to you. There should not be the outer and then the inner there should be one congruent being and i think that's when people talk about like that god consciousness and reaching like that higher level because it should just all be one you know certain truths certain certain things that we push to the dark to the shadows or people talk like that shadow work there are parts of you that you deem as unlovable that is like okay bro i'm gonna need you to come back and i need you to come and check me out and spend some time here with me. It's parts of your inner child that, you know, places that you were told that, you know, this performative love, you were told that you had to do these things for people to love you, as opposed to realizing that as a child of God, as being one with the universe, like you are loved as is. You are perfect. And I don't know. I just wonder what a world look like, what the culture look like, you know, once we start to integrate that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what it's going to look like when, you know, I was rocking. I fuck with that See the God um, live session where he sat down with um, 
with um with the doctor. Um I know her name, like it's right, like I'm seeing her face, but I forgot her name. Um and I thought that shit was so dope, but you know the hood nigga in me is like, bro, I need that same session with future. I need that same session, you know what I'm saying, with Rocco, with you know, with like some of my with Derez. I can't wait to have a have a session with Derez, you know, like to just break down some of this trauma, man, and to break down. You know, I think we are all very spiritual people, but I think sometimes that spirituality can be, you know. Um, is very dependent on the attaining of external things versus realizing like the blessings and just the fact that like my nigga you alive right now and you seeing these things and you're experiencing you know life and i think the more we get the more spiritual we get not realizing like okay what lessons is are your is your what lessons are your soul is your soul learning right now you know and i wonder how rich we actually are you know if we were to do you know, that that type of assessment, that type of, you know, net worth. Like, how much is your soul worth? You know what I mean? I like to think I'm... <laughs> I like to think I got that bag, to be honest. <laughs> or it's at least growing, you know? Um, Because I'm I'm finally deciding that it's, it's time to love me a little bit more, a little bit better than I have, you know? So, I don't know. Why don't you love me? Why don't, why you don't love me, man? Like, I think that's 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 what your soul asking you right now. Why you don't love me? Am I not pretty enough for you? You know. Am I not pure enough for you? You know. So many of us were taught and said some of the things we yearn for, you know, or some of the things we, we love or we like. It just ain't right, <laughs> you know. This idea of right and wrong, especially under you know certain religious, in religious boxes and religious constructs, you know, literally just cages for so many of us, causing us to struggle with ourselves, our identities, um, you know, sexual preference, you know, religious, religious. Affiliation, political affiliations, you know, elitism, class, you know, hell, if, <laughs> if you black enough, you know, um, all of these things that someone taught, the person that taught us was right and wrong. And in your soul is saying like you not none of that shit. <laughs> like you, this is just a part of this experience. So can you get to can you get to the root of it? Can you get back to me? I'm challenging. I'm challenging us to to meet ourselves. I'm challenging us to get back to ourselves. There's a a sweet spot for each of us where we meet our soul and we find ultimate peace and joy just from being like and 
feel those moments like at different times where the universe reminds me that I am like <laughs> I am who I am. <laughs> I am that I am, man. Like <laughs> I'm that guy. And I may not have a five dollars in my bank account. But what is currency but energy that can change with your vibration if you raise it high enough and stop second guessing yourself? Like there's a new life within you. It doesn't exist outside of you. It's actually waiting on you to come find it. So go within, man. Like go within. Release those things that keep you from loving yourself all the way. And it's definitely much easier said than done. Because those things may be the thing, the very things you love the most. It might be your parents, might be your sibling, might be your loved one. The person you laying in bed with right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I had to have some of those talks with myself. And it, yeah, they hurt. Like a bitch. And I ain't talking about like a long time ago. I'm talking about real recent. It's not always the things that don't feel good that you need to let go. Sometimes the shit that feel great. The things that are amazing but still blocking you from getting to you. Because you're so busy trying to get to them and be there for them that you can't be there for yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah. We have this idea that love is just an emotional thing. Love is an action. Love's a verb. Love is. Um, love does. And um, I want you, however uncomfortable it is right now, turn that shit inward. Like, go inside a little bit. Like, I challenge you to come go and see yourself for the first time. Like, let them hoes go. Let them niggas go. Dick ain't that good, no way. (laughs) Like, be still enough, man, to see your motherfucking self. I think I've said this in so many different types of ways. But, yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast. Like, cut the bullshit, bro. And I'm going to say it here if I haven't said it anywhere. There are going to be some people, some of your faves, that I'm going to have conversations with. And I'm going to break this shit down. And they, I'm going to break them down. Because the cap ain't about what you got externally. It's about who you actually are. And I'll be damned if I ain't seeing some cap-ass folks out here. Like, just, yeah. All cap. Because it ain't about what you're saying, it's about what you ain't saying. You know what I mean? And even in what you're saying, what are you actually choosing to deal with? Or what are you just self-medicating on? What are you just crying out about? What are you actually willing to face? You know what I mean? And it may not happen now. It may, not happen. it may happen in the next lifetime. Your kids might have to deal with it. You know what I mean? 
I think that's how this shit actually worked. <laughs> you know, the sins of the father. You know, I, I'm a living proof of that shit. Can't wait to talk to y'all about that. I'm going to have a whole series on my generational trauma. Through it all, man. At the end of the day, I'm going to love the fuck out of me. Because I was taught that love looks like self-sacrifice. And I'm telling y'all, now that shit stops. The buck stops here, buddy. I told my mom, I said, look, now. You were really raised to do this shit and be this for the whole family, weren't you? And she was like, yep. And I would like to think my grandfather didn't mean for it to go this way, considering she had five other siblings. But because I don't want her to go down any further, me being her oldest son and the one she put everything on, I'd be down if my folks killed me in the name of love. <laughs> no. I'm going to save myself. So I can save them, ultimately, at the end of the day. That's how they actually work. You feel me? Like, take care of you. You can't take care of nobody else before you do that. Yeah, man. <sighs> this shit crazy. Like, this life shit so crazy. But we keep on living. For that, I'm thankful. Super thankful. It's a new life waiting on you. And it's inside of you. What you gonna do to go get that shit, man? Huh? What you gonna do? 220. <laughs> Damn, look at them numbers. <sighs> I'm so thankful for y'all, man. Y'all actually listening to a nigga podcast. Like, I'm going to keep on recording this shit. I'm going to keep on talking my shit. And it's going to get better and better, too. Like, that's that's my word. Like, y'all got to see me right now. Like, I'm back in the hood. I'm back in my mama's house. I'm back in my little, you know what I'm saying, little funk swizzle of a room. You know what I mean? Like, got the little hookah. Got my music playing, my soul action in the background. Like. Look, man, you got to find yourself in the midst of the bullshit. Like, if you can't be happy where you at, man, you're not going to be happy where you, whenever you get wherever you're going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I ain't going to lie, like, I have found some happiness in these moments. I really have by myself. My daughter's alive. She happy. She well. She acting up, though. She acting up like a motherfucker. She think, like, she think we slow. Like, that's what she is. She be trying me. But I, I shouldn't expect no less from my child. But, like, she's happy. She's healthy. You know. I'm I'm here. Like, I ain't even have to be here. My brain is still intact. And I'm healing that, too. Like, it's okay to real. I think that's another part of loving yourself. Like, realizing, like, you don't always have to be on at 100%. You will not always be at 100%. And when you're not, give yourself enough grace to slowly work yourself back to optimum to that to that place and that's what i'm doing now um 
not beating myself up, not beating myself up over it, cause motherfuckers ain't went what I went through, and I'm okay with that, you know. Cause yeah, I can't do that. The shit I can do. So yeah, I'm gonna take my time and do what I need to. Like that's how I'm loving me, man. Being patient with my motherfucker self. So. Y'all do the same, man. Ooh, that's a long one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Talk that shit. Ooh, talk that shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here goddamn sucking on this hookah. Pause. <laughs> yeah, this shit about out there, buddy. Cole's about dead there, buddy. Well... <laughs> I think that's a great segue. <laughs> but yeah, man. Your soul screaming to you, man. I need your love. Stop giving it to these hoes, bro. <laughs> Look, man. I feel take my head to sleep. It's 2.26 in the morning. I love you. I love you. I love you. Mantra for the day, man. There is a new life within you. And it's and it's sitting right there about us at the studio. So, what you gonna do? You gonna barbecue? You gonna meal do? I mean, I'm go chasing this shit. Let it come to you. Sometimes it might mean letting go of everything you thought was important and grabbing on to the things that actually are. It's your boy Wine Water Trap Therapist. Taking my black ass to sleep. Love y'all. Peace.